What's going on, man? I don't know. I'm just uh, celebrating Festivus or Christmas or whatever the hell you want to call it. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? It's another day for us, yeah? Yeah, it is. It's just essentially that. So I, I, I rather say I'm celebrating Festivus than anything else because it's a hilarious Seinfeld thing. <laughs> You know, so I tell people happy festivus and you know, for the rest of us type of thing. It works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it works perfectly actually. Wait, doesn't doesn't festivus happen a couple of days before Christmas? I don't know the full details. Um but uh I I my my friend I was with my friend yesterday, like last night for Christmas Eve time frame wise. Uh and he's Jewish and me and him were basically the you know, the odd people out in that regard. So we're having a festival uh, hangout, you know. So it worked oh, out. Okay. Yeah. Nah, man. So how's it going with you, man? It's been a while, Wallahi. Yeah, it has been, man. It's been good, Wallahi. Not bad, you know. It's that time of the year. Everything's coming to a slow end and just getting ready for the next year. So that's it. Yeah, Wallahi, it's... it's... Hey, yo, did you see it? You see the international list come out? What international list? The Oscars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, it's it's Umar and Hadar are on my Instagram all the time, so I'm like, they're the ones keeping everybody up to date. So I'm like, yeah, I know what's going on. But for a yeah, second, yeah. I was like, what? No, no, it's no. it's good. But did it? Is this the full list, or were they? Is this the list that is? Um, what is it? That is gonna be possibly, and then they're gonna narrow it down, or is this this the yeah. list now? So it's still no, not narrowed no, down yet because it's in March. I think it's, it's in March. Like, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but they didn't make the cut though. So. But just even being uh, mentioned or nominated yeah, or anything exactly. like that or, ah, or considered is, is is because we already know it's uh, you know uh, promotion and and uh, perception yeah, is exactly. the name of the game. You know. Exactly. Anybody. For- yeah. Anything Oscar nominated. That's I'm Os- You yeah, could say yeah, Oscar yeah. nominated. You could say TIFF. I've been in TIFF regardless if you won anything. Like all of these accolades, is um, associations. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in the business, uh, it's 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 what it is to be associated with uh, an organization. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Ah, no, but let's um, in terms of this whole thing, honestly, I I don't think well, I I talk to you deeply for anything because I've only known you for a short amount of time, but it it doesn't feel yeah, like yeah. a short amount of time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's 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 it comes back to the whole conversation we have in person. It's like hilarious that. I know of the Swanley community, but I've never really, in terms of my creative stuff, dived into the Swanley community with my, like, stuff. You know what I mean? I was always mm-hmm. on the outside, like, Kafogo, like, um, Somali, because it's bilingual people listening to this. It's just, I was far away, essentially. And I love my people, but it just wasn't my thing, you know? So, yes. I, from my perspective, you're, you were more in it, and you were all that. So I want to know all about that. You know what I mean? The the whole shackle shackle thing, you know? Because honestly, oh, I didn't know. Okay. I like I said, I didn't know. I just knew uh, there were obviously there were so many people in the in the city, and they're doing things, but I don't know them. And then when the whole um, tiff happened this year, then I was like, oh shit, there's so much more people. It's pretty dope. Yeah, well, it's a small small knit community, and it's just started to grow right now. Mm-hmm. Um, because a couple of years ago, there was just it's less and less people a couple of years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but when I first started Shekel Shekel, Shekel Shekel was supposed to be uh, a short film. 
right? Mm. But uh, you know, with our community, I thought everybody wanted to be like a movie star. Everybody wanted to be in the film and all that. <laughs> so when I moved, because I only moved to Toronto just to pursue Somali community, because where I was from, where I was living, actually, there was no Somali community at all. So I needed to move to Toronto in order to access the people here, you know? Where you, so I moved here. Where were you living before? And I was in Vancouver. Oh, you were all on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. I was all the way in Vancouver. And there's, forget about Somali, there's a limited and black people in all of Vancouver, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I wanted to do a short film, um, had like auditions, put up posters, had casting calls, and nobody showed up, zero, zero people showed up. Ah, yeah. um, so I'm gonna, I had like all this equipment that I rented, I had all this manpower uh, that I had, so I was like, I just need to do something. So I called up two people that I knew were somewhat entertaining and i was like listen i got all this stuff i need to do something can you come down for the weekend and then that's how shaka shaka was born you know that's how the talk show started and <laughs> that's how we met the host and you know what i mean and it slowly developed into what shaka shaka became after a couple of years you know and like the community really um honed down to it and really liked the the concept of of Somalis talking about some of the topics that affect the community, you know, if they're hush hush, just to get it out there. Oh, yeah. It was some, it was some new at the time, you know. Uh, but no, um, our community is, you know, our community. You know, oh. <laughs> no, we love to talk. Honestly, we love to talk Somalis. <laughs> and if you give anybody a microphone, no matter you see all those videos on YouTube, like any of these Redmi people, even like Red Miguel. Like city and uh, country folk, they love to talk. They want yes. to talk. Yes, they love to talk, but the supporting is on, and that's a, that's a lot harder to get from. You know what I mean? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the most hilarious people in my like biased, but also factual, and a lot of people know this. So far, songs are ridiculous. So lie. Yes, but but your writings and all your projects have have had to do with Somali topics or Somali characters, right? Back then, when I first started out, uh, no, it was, uh, it just, I didn't find, actually, that's not true. There was a comic book I was writing years and years, like over 10 years ago, that had uh, a Somali, um, like the, at least one of the parents were Somali, and it was like a, like a biracial situation. And then the lore behind it was the Somali, like, you know, um, cultural aspects of because there's see the thing is so like from my perspective i can only speak from my perspective and and what i know of somali people don't really talk about the pre-islamic stuff that we are like the the, the cult the deep-rooted we like you know <laughs> mysticism and 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 you know witch doctors and all of their like um what they call um you know somali shokul shaitan and all of this stuff you know it, it's like there's a whole world out, like, there's a whole thing about that that I've learned through myself and through my brother who, who's living there now, and it's still alive and well. It's just the thing is it's not, it's not promoted as much, and it's kind of, like, mixed in with Islam. You know, you would have a sheikh yeah. doing all these witchcrafty things and say, oh, shah and ab, or, like, do this, and then, you know, and then you're, like, suspicious. Like, this is not Islam. This is something else entirely. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah, man. It's all... Go back home. You'll have sheikhs that are sheikhs, 
but they practice old things that are pre-Islamic things. You know what I mean? Look at Somali yeah. stuff. All the things Somali do. The, they, they sing a dance. Typical, or at least what most people know of uh, Islam is like, we, we're not supposed to sing. We're not supposed to do all this. Like, you know, it's, very, it's a little bit more, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Whereas when you look at Somali, Somali culture, we do a lot of singing and dancing. We do, we do a lot of things. We do chanting. We do like ritualistic things. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's in your face, but it's, it's mixed in with the, obviously, Islam came later. So it's mixed in with all of that. You know what I mean? This mysticism. Mm-hmm. And that's why like Somalis prior were like more, more focused on Sufi-esque things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. More mystic side. So, but yeah, that was, that's what I used to do back then. I used to write comics. I used to do, you know, photography, drawing, all this stuff. But then later on yeah. is when I got into more, um, a story that I didn't expect to make. You know, a story that comes to you and you're like, ah, uh, this is not leaving me alone. Like, like, why, yeah. why, why the story? Why does this keep coming back to me? So, that's essentially, yeah. But your, your story, I didn't honestly, I want to hear more about your story. Because I think I've told you more about my story than, than, than your story. <laughs> my story of Farah Halima. I didn't even know. See, this honestly, while I have me hearing, um, like I didn't because we didn't get into depth. Because most of the time we're hanging out, we're like at Malahan these places, and you know, and we get the yeah. time. So I, this is what I wanted. So please go ahead. No, um, the story of Farah Halima is a feature that I've been working on for a couple of years now. I've been in development, um, and it really picked up since the pandemic started. Right, stuff has really picked up, um, different drafts and stuff like that. But basically, the story is um, Farah Halima fall in love. They're from the same neighborhood, but you know they're just uh, two different, two from two different tribes. Mm. You know how that is in our community. So the trials and tribulations of them going through um, their young love, dealing with the family, dealing with the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Dealing with the the outside the outside things that affect them internally, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a great film. I can't wait to to showcase it. Um, but it has been a long road just to you know make this happen, and even just to get this far. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, a GoFundMe account for for it, nice. and so last year, and that didn't go so well. So it's all about you know just staying on track. And, and and doing something like this because I do really think our community does need some form of form of entertainment. You know what I mean? I oh, think 100%. it really does. These films, just like the reason why uh, the Gravedigger's Wife, why I did so well, right? Was because it was the first Somali film to be made in all of Somali in like what is? I know it's not ever, but it's like forty years, fifty years, something like that, some ridiculous like that. Yeah. You know? No, so. it's, it's, there's, the I think who was talking about it, it was, I think it was Khadr that was talking about it, who made Gravedigger's Wife, that Somalis, when they think of films, they think of, uh, like, what would they call, Rawayads, or yes. stage plays, or very theatrical acting, over the top, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. acting where there's no subtlety of anything, it's over the top reactions, and like, like, dramatic music, close-ins, all that, you know, yeah, 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 it's yeah. weirdly Tarantino-esque to a certain degree, but like, <laughs> but it, it, it but it's... that's because, but that's because they watch a lot of like, um, Arabic, uh, soap operas and a lot of Bollywoods, right? Yeah. It's mostly all the, 
all they uh, all they watch. So yeah, man, they want to implement that in their own form of entertainment. So when you come in with something different, like uh, I did for Young's World, where it was like a sitcom based, and like, it had like a North American look to it and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was really different for the community to like handle and uh, consume. You know. No, yeah, because when you throw something at them, very different and uh, more stylized, more production quality, all these things, and then they're like, Allah, this is what that is. Now I understand what you're talking about. Yes, yes. You know, but it's also, it's also, I think there's also perception where it depends on how you grew up and like, there's a thing where we're not supposed to do this, we're not supposed to do that, like this you're white or you're non-Muslim or all these other nonsensical things that push people to the side, even though they have like good ideas and stuff like that, but then they get, they get, you know, shot down or, or pushed to the yeah, side. Yeah, it's very yeah, sad. Yeah. But how did you get into, in terms of, cause when I remember you were telling me about Shaka Shaka, I didn't, I didn't put, like, I didn't really, I thought you were essentially the, the host, honestly. Like I thought that, and then I wa- started watching and then I was like, where is this guy? Where is he? You know what I mean? No. no Shaka Shaka so you were the production. You were you were literally the guy. You were like the Lee Daniels kind of guy and like type of thing going on in the background. Yeah, yeah. Shaka Shaka was an actual production where we had production meetings and uh, where we talked about the topics prior to the episode, topics to question. Uh, we done. Uh, me and the host would meet up and and talk about how the day is gonna go. I was yeah, I was the producer, the director, and stuff like that, because it really needed to be run as something like that, like like an actual production. Because yeah, because my background is not to be in front of the camera or anything like that. Like my passion is behind the camera, right? Mm-hmm. And I really want to progress our community into uh, into doing more stuff like this, right? So yeah, no, definitely. Not in front of the camera. You probably won't see me in front of the camera. I rarely do interviews either. You know what I mean? So, uh, um, no, it's just about, yeah, it's, it's an actual, it was, it was, it was and it's going to come back, inshallah. It will come back. Yeah. It was actual good, like a production that we had. Yeah. I, I think I came into, obviously, I came into it late because then when I met you, I was like, I was like, I can't, I was like, is there any more episodes? And I was like, shit, the pandemic, <laughs> I can clearly see the pandemic did something. I was like, fuck. The pandemic is um, and then uh, the feature, it was, um, I had to decide on what to concentrate on the feature. And then I couldn't do Shaka Shaka at the same time. So I put Shaka Shaka on hold to concentrate on the feature. Mm-hmm. And this is, now that's wrapping up. I can concentrate back on Shaka Shaka, inshallah. So we'll see. No, inshallah, that'll be good. It's, um, let's talk about Somalis and creativity, honestly. Because, like I said, from my from my thing, it was like very little. I knew I didn't know a lot of Somalis were doing things. It's still not a lot, honestly, but the internet has made it so that a lot of people have access to these, you know, prosumer uh, tools. You know what I mean? And even the cell phones are pretty much everyone's filming on everything possible. So yes. the thing is, a lot of it is still comedy, and still rewired, you know, stage play esque type type stuff. But seeing people like you and seeing uh, Khadr and, 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 and other people is very reassuring, honestly. You know, granted, honestly, personality-wise, I was, I did, I, whether Swanis were doing it or not, I was not going to not not do it. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the yeah. day, you, you, get, you can't just wait for people. You got to keep moving, right? Of course. But to see it is beautiful. And 
the fact that we're getting a lot of like uh, there's a lot more attention put on Somalis right now and it's hilarious I remember it was like when we were talking that Nimr Happy when we first met Nimr Happy or whatever was going on I was like what the hell is this like yeah, yeah. everybody was posting a TikTok thing and I was like wallahi this is this is something else entirely what is going on here and the Khadras thing's going on at the same time and I'm like we went from Black Hawk Down <laughs> to crazy shootings in, in this in this ridiculous city to like this this is like this you know it's yeah it's interesting to see the progression of media yeah yes but it's all like up and down you know what i mean yeah. some are good some are really bad um about how our community is perceived in the media you know mm-hmm. uh, so as a filmmaker yourself do you find it that you have a sense of duty in order to when you're when you're talking when you're telling us about the story or some other character in your in your stories do you have a sense of duty to be like Yo, I need to do this because this is representing my community, so I can't have my character do A and B. So let me write it with something else. You know what I mean? Um, on one hand, yes. On the other hand, fuck no. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I don't like pandering to people, but I also don't want to like sensationalize things. You know what I mean? Like things for the sake of doing it, or for the sake of hype, or for the sake of any of that stuff, right? And Typically, what it was is like if the film, obviously, the film I made or is 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 in development, is is basically a Somali Toronto film, and you know, taking bits and pieces of my life and my siblings' life, of growing up in downtown, and trying to be as authentic to the people without sugarcoating what Somalis can be, and what they are. You know what I mean? So we're not perfect like everyone else. We're a human being. I want to show Somalis as human beings with flaws, hypocrisies, uh, beautiful traits, shitty traits, and they're just human beings just trying to live. They just happen to have these other aspects that identify them and make them Somali. You know what I mean? And that uh-huh. like they, they come with their own baggage and then they bring it to this new land and et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? But... Um, yeah, I don't like sugarcoating my characters. They so like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like when I when I look at uh, when people, I think it's like this. So, we're African and we're black, and we come to this land, and people assume we're supposed to make films that are very similar to that, like to North American, African American culture. You know what I mean? And gra- granted, we're influenced by that because it's like I'm, I came here as a baby. We're influenced by that aspect of things in North America, right? But. I'm not, my story's not about, uh, you know, what, what we call it, like, victim mentality, you know what I mean, there's this whole thing of, you know, you gotta, everyone's a victim, you know what I mean, or someone's a, a, a drug dealer, or a shooter, or all these fucking, it's not my thing, I always wanted yeah. to, yeah, I always wanted to tell stories that, that were more my thing, yes, that was around me, but that's not the whole world. And that's been done many times. Why would I repeat and regurgitate the same nonsense? That's true. But, yeah, that's true. But I think that the, the outside world definitely sees our community as having baggages, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like they don't know it. And if we perpetuate that in our stories, I think it just solidifies um, the concept of that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Why not have a story where... A Somali family is perfect. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. movies are done like that. You know, yeah. That's how movies. My family's not perfect. 
my fa- the family of my story is not perfect and yeah. <laughs> i but i also love them because they're they're real they're they're weird they're they're sweet they're horrible they're nasty mm-hmm. even the community within itself can be sweet and nasty at the same time like there's there's varying degrees of people you know what i mean and to have that to have that is 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 it's refreshing but also seeing other sides of somalis that most somalis as you already know our culture has this you know shame aspect to it and you know and even talking about shame and talking about guilt and and you know how guilt affects people's personality you know what i mean like oh we don't do this ab and da, 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 all this stuff and i'm like granted i'm grateful that i was not raised like that i know a lot of people were so that's also another aspect that i want to bring because that hinders a lot of people's uh, ability to move forward in life with what they love to do if it's not hurting anybody and they love doing it go do it you know what i mean but the fact mm-hmm. of its uh shame or guilt in the somali sense hinders a lot of people from do- progressing in many ways mm-hmm. and that's also that's part true. of my film mm. okay um was it, i was going to ask another question in what i said <laughs> Um, so you've been in in this field for about a couple of years now. Yeah, I was kind of in and out for, but I took it very like I kind of went all in about almost three years now, or about three years. Prior to that, I was in mm-hmm. fashion, um, fashion photography, graphic design, advertisements, music videos, and stuff like that. And but film was always the thing that I like loved because it encompassed all the things that I was doing and good at. So photography, mm-hmm. drawing, I used to do makeup, I used to do styling, I used to do all of this stuff into this one thing. And when I finally leaped into it, I wrote this thing and then right then and there I was like, okay, I'm not crazy. And people have validated in some weird way, both financially and other aspects, that I'm not crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's essentially what it is. As an artist, you're like, it's like you know you what you love and you know you're crazy in your own right but it's a good type of a good type of crazy and then when somebody yeah. says i believe in your crazy you know here's some money i believe in it and then you're like yeah. okay thanks i already believe in myself but this is even more awesome thank you if just so your so yeah. your project uh is it is it for the somali community or is it for it's not for the somali community it is and it isn't meaning oh. if you watch it you'll like it because it has the, the the hints the, the it's like the secret sauce of the details yeah. you know what i mean like i want even because from an outsider's perspective who don't speak somali there's there's general somali language and then there's dialects and styles from different regions you know what i mean and even that i'm, I'm paying super detail like attention to all of those things every little detail is whether it's i don't know my weirdness of, of detail and things like that but also not um hyper somali like what's like making it super somali like it's a lot half of the dialogue yeah half the dialogue somali you know what i mean the first words are somali you know in the beginning of the first scene is like somali so having those aspects in it will have regular somali people somali viewers in it but also non-somali viewers seeing this total other side of somalis you know what i mean this this mm-hmm. sweeter horrible beautiful 
and I want all people to like it. Like, I like all other films, like French New Wave or Japanese or Korean or, like, I, they're just human beings. If you make it a human story that happens to be Somalis, dude, that's, 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 that's a basis. You just have to start from there. All stories are relatively the same if you really think about them. You know what I mean? We all yeah. go through love, yeah. pains, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just perspective on that whole thing, you know? So with your, with your film, it's not, and it won't be a hindrance if the Somali community doesn't support it because it's not really okay. No, I never, I never, my intention was never like, this is only a Somali film. My thing was, I know Somalis are going to hate this film, but I know Somalis also like this film. You know, hate you, is in the, already, oh, I, already the moment, the moment the idea kept sticking to me, I was like, and then when I was telling um, my sister who has a credit in the, in the, in the script, uh, is we know people are going to hate this in terms of the older generation. They're going to hate this. And some of the younger generation that is, that has an older mindset that is like, you know, b- between two worlds of like the old school and, and the thing, they're going to hate it because it talks about modern things, but in, in, in a, in a non-contemporary time, it's not a contemporary, like people are telling me, yeah, it's shot in a contemporary time. So it's a contemporary film. Yes. On that aspect, but the characters are living in, in a non-contemporary time. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, so, yeah. So a lot of the discussions, because I had that with uh, with Holdo, right? Essentially, there's there's people trying to make, telling me to make it woke and more like this time and time frame. And I was like, listen, the story would not work in this time frame. It just wouldn't. It would in certain aspects, but it just no one would want to watch it because I wouldn't even want to watch it. Why would I watch something yeah. that that is that is that doesn't fit in the time frame, you know? So it's set uh, back that um, in the '90s. You know what I mean? And when I grew up and, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is your 90s film. It's a 90, mid, mid-90s film, like, like 96, 97, you know. Oh, oh it's going to be nice. Music is everything, too. And it's, it's a uh, Toronto, based in Toronto, uh, growing up in downtown. And it has the elements of, like, R&B, hip-hop, Somali music, you name it. It's, like, very down-to-earth it's fashion, it's art, it's photography, it's all of that, all of those things. And even, because what we know, because I can explain it like this. Back then, people only knew two things about Somalis in the media. Somalia had a famine back then, you know, Black Hawk Down, and and actually that's three things, Black Hawk Down, and uh, Somalis had models, and there were only women. The only positive, that's how to say, only positive thing is Somali women were models. You had... Uh, Iman and you had Wedis um, Diria. You know what I mean? Wedis Diria was like both of those two. Iman got more, um, you know, yeah. uh, publicity, but Wedis Diria was fucking killing it too. Oh my God. But um, things like that. So taking those aspects of, of what we are, but opening that up, you know what I mean? To mm-hmm. how I grew up and, uh, you know, people outside of my family telling me, oh, why are you doing art? Da-da-da-da. It's this, 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 this. Like, and then my parents are like, eh, just fuck up, fuck up everybody else. Just do what you got to do. So it's those aspects of you have a supportive parent and you have a not supportive parent. Both growing up in the same place, like coming up from the same place. It's just how you're raised. Those little details of how you're raised and how your parents view the world can, can alter. And then there's also a tug of war of parents, like from mother to father and how they choose to raise their kids. You know what I mean? So you think your film can succeed without the support from the community? Because I find that, especially with me, it's like, I find that like, it's always a battle, right? For me, it's like, because I'm Somali, everything I read is from my perspective, which is Somali. 
but I know the Somali community might not support it. And then it's like, well, if you don't have the community's backing, how far you think this will go? I really don't care. Honestly, people know me. I don't care. <laughs> because at the end of the day, I watch films that are... I just watched an amazing film, which I should recommend to people, called um, Takedown. I think it's called Takedown. It's on Criterion Collection. It's a Hong Kong film from 2004. All about judo. Fucking amazing. Fucking beautiful. Simple ass story. But fucking awesome. You know what I mean? So it's... it's okay. it, Yeah, it's just a guy who wants to fight people. He's like... I'm going to challenge you. He walks up to guys he knows. He's like, I know you're good. I'm going to challenge you. But then they build a story around that that you start to love. You know what I mean? Simple concept. Mm -hmm. And you build around that. And it's you feel it. You feel for these characters. So the fact that if I only make Somali uh, um, uh, orientated things that are only for Somalis, yeah, that would be one thing. But my life experience does not reflect that. You know what I mean? Like the Mm -hmm. way I grew up, the fact that I really didn't see anybody in, uh, that was Somali, in, at least in the city of Toronto, in fashion, especially where I, what, I, what I was doing or doing certain things. So I felt, okay, I can't wait for these people. I can't. I honestly can't. I can't just say, I'm not going to do it because Somalis are not here. Yeah. Because the reason why I asked this question is, remember that, remember Canaan wanted to do a series for HBO a couple of years back? Yeah, I sent a thing for that. It was hilarious. I remember it was like four years ago, I think it was. Or something yeah, like that. something like that. Yeah, uh, what happened was, to that? I was waiting for that. I was like... Yeah, and uh, so yeah, so k had this project with HBO. He was the writer and director, and it was being shot in Minneapolis. And apparently the story is, um, has to do with a yeah, teenage kid um, getting racialized and joining like the mosque and the jihadists and like that movement, right? Mm-hmm. But obviously it's k so it has like a a different perspective, a happy ending, all of that. Mm-hmm. But the Somali community in Minneapolis didn't care about that. Yeah. So they did a huge protest. And <laughs> I did not know this, that. <laughs> yeah, they said this is not getting made. This is not happening. You're making us look bad. Oh, wow. So HBO saw this and said, yo, homie, if your community is like this, we can't support this. Pull this. We can't do it. Ah. Dude, I, what was I telling? I think I was telling Holda. Yeah, I was like, I think it was last week. I like this is the only first Somali film that that like I said this idea that stuck with me, and it's my first feature film that I wrote, and it just happened to be Somali, right? And fit into the world that I that I know and I grew up in and worked in. And then the second one that I'm working on now is about Somalis, and I didn't I didn't predict that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't honestly yeah, yeah. predict exactly. that. Yeah. Like it was it like I'm not like, oh, the Somali one did well. I'm gonna do another Somali one. And I'm like, no, I gotta go back to the stories I wanted to make before. And then the universe is like essentially it's like, no. Do another Somali fucking thing. I was like, okay, <laughs> tell me the story. Like you know you're inside your own mind and you're like, Okay, tell me. Yeah, you know, convince you wanna me. Do your own pitch. You yeah. Do your own pitch. yeah, convince me. And then you're essentially running a whole pitch meeting in your head. You're like, Oh fuck, you're right. And then synchronicity happens where, you know, you get, um, um, essentially, I, was, I think, yeah, something hold on. Essentially, you would get, like, your mother would tell you something about back then. And you're like, mm-hmm. fuck, why is all these elements coming into place so nicely? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the, this one, the first one, is, is it deals with sexuality. It deals with uh, religion. But not in the way that is, like, you know, knocking religion. 
or anything like that. But as you already know, Somalis are like on and off about that, depending on the age and depending on who they are. And even if they act like they're for it personally, in front of everybody, they're not going to say that they support different sexualities, different genders, and all those things. They're not going to say it openly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Even if they personally do, they're like, ah, you know, but being honest. But um, this other thing is deals with religion on right on the nose. It's 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 fucking I don't know. It's just weird. The universe the universe <laughs> works weird like that. Honestly, and I'm waiting for that one. That one is making me like so anxious right now. No wonder you're like someone's gonna hate it and some are gonna like it. Oh, Ooh. I know. Everybody. My thing is not to sugarcoat anything, and 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 Ooh. not to hold punches. But it's not to punch like punch down or anything like that or knock any religion. It's more of factual things of we're human beings. We're fucking flawed. We're all flawed in, in aspects. So to say otherwise defeats. It's like you need somebody to be like an antihero to hate him in the beginning, and then he does the most genuine self-sacrificing thing, and you're like, oh fuck, why did he have to go? Like, why did that guy have to die? Or this person, you know what I mean? They're just changing, and then, or the reverse, a nice guy is the real piece of shit. You know what I mean? Things mm-hmm. like that. You 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 love those types of stories, and you see them all the time. They're archetypes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, those are basis of like the hero's journey, essentially. So you got to have these things. If all you're doing is making Somalis look good all the time, you know, perfect, nothing's wrong with them. And even when you're talking about um, horrible situations, you're gonna always make happy endings. My, I don't think my films have happy endings. They just have um, no, philosophical endings. That, philosophical endings. We, Sorry, go ahead. That's where we. That's where we disagree. I think that's where we disagree. Because I think, yeah, it needs to have that happy, that happy ending. It needs to showcase uh, Somalis in a good light because we haven't even had those stories yet. Mm-hmm. You know, those stories of the Somalis in the good light, you know, haven't been even been told because the stories that are being told right now eat from the from people outside of our community and people from inside of our community. It's always like harsh. You know what I mean? It's always making us look like and look look in a certain light. And I, I just think that we just need, you know, that time period in where, yeah, why can't we just do like a, a comedy where there's no hard topics? You know what I mean? Where it's just fluffy, good fun. Da-da-da-da. Oh, I'm all for that. I'm not saying they're campy. That's it's more of, I know people are gonna do that. That's the thing. I know people are gonna do that. So why should I be the one to do Who's that? Doing that? Who's doing I don't know. Nobody someone out there, someone that. listening to this or listening to you, it's like someone's gonna do it, guaranteed. You yeah. know, because the, the the it's the access to these uh, gear is very accessible. A phone shoots 4K, uh, 4 K, uh, four twenty-four uh, uh, oh, yeah. FPS, right? And you can just get yeah. now lenses on top of a, on a on an iPhone. iPhone thirteen, it's fucking amazing. A guy shot a movie on an iPhone seven, I think it was a whole movie that that was, that was made, right? Yeah. You can do it. I can do so, it right now. So the thing is, it, it's it's. Why should I compromise my weirdness in my head just so I can, you know, do that? Honestly. And it's, 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 I love my people to death because, you know, I can't escape them because they're my, they're my family. They're my blood. It's like all of this stuff. Right. And I love it. It's hilarious. Right. And it's beautiful. And, and there's more to be explored in Somalis. You know what I mean? Um, But sometimes you need to create what is moving you right now. You know what I mean? Rather than saying, ah, oh, this is too, this is too um, detrimental. You know, I've had a lot of conversations like, oh, this is detrimental. And I'm like, listen, 
you're telling me you haven't watched a movie that has, you know, death, this, 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 but at the end of the day, you grow from it. And you're like, I love that movie. Like, I, I, I wish that person didn't do this or this, this. I love that movie. That's a fucking crazy movie. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. want movies to move you in many ways. You just don't want, like, if you want a happy movie, like, that's where genres come in. You have comedy, you have drama, you have yeah. sadness, you have thrillers. Yeah. So there are going to be directors that are coming out. Um, like, Hadar's film, I love Hadar's film. It's like, it's sad, it's, it's like depressing, and then it's, it goes into sweet at yeah. the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. He wanted that. I'm sure the producers and everything, obviously, they're, they have, you know, you know how the, the whole process works. Of course. They're going to the say, producer, give me a happy ending, yeah. you know? Yeah. That producer back that story because that's what their vision is of Somalia too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is that that sad to struggle. Mm-hmm. You know. But uh, there's beauty in sadness. There's beauty in in stri- striving and struggling. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even when something horrible happens, like there's many films that you love that just end. They just end. Like, literally, it's just, like, ending. There's short films that are just fucking beautiful and just end. And you're like... And you really, at the, that initial moment, you're like, the fuck, man? You're literally talking to the screen, you're like, the fuck? But then you're, like, telling people about this film. You have to see this thing. This is fucked. Right? But it's not in a way that you hate it. You don't hate it. You're just like, I wanted more. And honestly, it's like the way I view um, fine art or just physical, physical art is good art doesn't tell you everything it doesn't sugarcoat it doesn't it doesn't take you and give you the answers right away you have to allow your mind to absorb and make your own you know what i mean thing out of it and 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 as much as you're guiding people because you're it's a narrative you're guiding people but at the end of the day i want people to leave with more questions because then it's in their head it's a thing you implant in their head and you can do many things with film you have the auditory you have the visual down the line, maybe there's going to be smell in movie theaters. Who knows? Like in like you those. Can do a lot of you can change a community with film. Yeah. Like the the media itself is a very powerful weapon. Like it could change people's perspectives. Yeah. Change history. So you do it the right way. The way I view it is mine. I know it's going to make people talk, but it's going to make people talk about the topics that I talk to people a lot about, like non sugar coating about, because mm. it is an issue. It is an issue that we either hide in the whole shame thing. I don't agree with shame and guilt or making your decisions based on shame and guilt. Hurting people, yes. Like, don't fucking hurt people in any aspect. But if you're not hurting anybody, who the fuck, who the fuck has the right to shame you to not do anything? You know what I mean? If it's something that is not harming anybody. You know what I mean? And that's the aspect I don't like about Somalis in terms of... I'm being honest. I just don't. Because it's not cool. Because there's a lot of people that are fucking amazing people but they get pushed to the sideline. You know what I mean? Because they're, they're, Somalis are not supposed to do this. It's ebb, it's this, it's that. I'm like, come, just listen, calm down. Pro- we, progress, we progress in this world because people do the hard things that the, everyone else says is, is we don't do this, right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Some guy had to make yeah. the Hebshil. Some guy had to make, you know, something to get us to where we are. Some guy had to write the Somali language, like the written, you know, we never had a written. Some people had to do these difficult things, you know? Mm-hmm. And have these difficult conversations, or else nothing will progress. You know what I mean? Mm. So if, if if I'm the one being hated for it, I don't care. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Honestly, you know what I mean? You have a dichotomy. No, of long, yeah. For the longest time, like the reason why I went to film school and all that was I wanted to make a Somali content 
I wanted to do something for the community and stuff like that. And as the years progress and yeah, like it's been a long road and stuff like that, I just find myself writing less about Somali talk, you know, Somali stories, doing, you know, just everyday stories and stuff like that and doing more mainstream projects. And I find myself doing that because yeah, I do find it easier to get support from the mainstream than it is from our community. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. It's 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 the way I look at it is. Growing up, I obviously I grew up in with a lot of Somalis and a lot of different other people, and my thing was um, I wanted to bring people with me. You know, when you have people you you like and you want to bring them along this journey with you. But then the mm-hmm. thing is, like I said, coming back to this whole thing, some people are like, oh, we don't do that. You know, I'm like, who said so? You know what I mean? Yeah. And the amount of people that I wanted to bring with me on these on these things that, uh, alhamdulillah, I'm grateful for all the amazing things that I got to do here or around the world. And, and I'm like, come with me. I'm like, eh, it's not our thing. We're Somalis or we're this or that. And I'm like, I can't wait for people. Just, just if some, if people are showing you love somewhere, accept the love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As long as it's mm-hmm. positive and there's no negativity or you know they're hurting people or anything like and it's if they're showing you love take that love you know what i mean if your own community is not showing you love what can you do are you gonna are you gonna like like shut down no you gotta you gotta keep moving you can make somali films because let's be honest down the line people are gonna be like i knew that guy was gonna make it you know i knew this thing that it's it's yeah so you you have to be the whole creative um journey is a sadly at times a lonely journey and you have to accept that. Oh, it's definitely a lonely journey. Yeah. Yeah. You're just, like you, you're just starting to connect with the other creators right now. Yeah. You've been on this road by yourself for the longest time. Yeah, yeah. And it's not even like a lot of people, but like just the the people that you get introduced to, mm-hmm. you know, the more, the more it gasses you up, right? The it more makes it me feel you- warm. You know when you go to a Somali wedding? And and and, yeah, yeah. and 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 you're, it's 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 weird. It's obnoxious. It's hilarious. It's everything. But then you feel warm inside. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly yeah. what it is. It's like when when you did that uh, when Hadar uh, and them and Holda did that Zoom meeting. The right after that, I was like, I got to make this group. Bam, because I was like, this is awesome. Other people, it's like yeah. like, like like I can talk to other people about. Because, you know, dealing with non-Somalis and about a Somali film and telling them the, the, the details that make it specifically Somali that other people won't understand. And, and I'll say this right now, people telling you that the person who identifies the most with your film, meaning that represents your film, is not even Somali at all. So I'm like, yeah. I told you yeah. that. And I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like that's some shit. So, yeah to have other Somalis and talk about this and the only person I had at the beginning was my sister um, to talk about this stuff you know what I mean so to have more people uh, to talk to about what is Somali what uh, like what characterizes a Somali person culture all these other things is 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 refreshing and then to see like I said Khadr's film and all those other people is is it's like that warm wedding feeling you go to the wedding and it's like nice and warm you know it's 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 cheesy you get the weird uncle you get the you get this you get the guy dancing yeah, yeah. and you know the all that stuff and it's just it's like i'm not going to be here for long i might as well just enjoy it it's pretty it's pretty nice yeah yeah that's true that's true 
<laughs> so with, with, uh, with 2022 coming up, any projects in the, in the near future that we that we expect from you? Uh, write that second one, that second Somali film. That it's it is another uh, North American Somali film. So it's English and this one's less English, less Somali speaking. But I think I like it in a certain aspect a lot more than the first one because the first one's always um, it tests you in terms of the writing aspect. Um, you know your your writing style your um what's it called essentially how you function as as a writer you know what i mean and then your second one is like oh the pitfalls of that one okay now i'm just gonna do this so you can bang out uh, an outline a lot quicker you're hashing out more raw details that are more like you know good yes you're open to you know fluctuating over time but you generally got the beginning middle and end down for the most part right and then you just work and open it up yeah it'll change but you open it up so that's one project, a uh, short film, um, getting back into photography and fashion, because that's, that's, that's always going to be my art. And, um, yeah, it's, 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 the world is going to open up. I'm leaving. I'm, I'm going to tr- keep traveling as you know, I just came back. I'm going to keep traveling regardless of you're what wild. the fuck. You're wild. You're crazy. You're wild. I was traveling the, during COVID and like, I, I don't think I've ever stayed anywhere for a while. Nah, nah. <laughs> yeah and because i was like I'm, you're gonna die and i've you know life is short and at the end of the day stay healthy you know don't act like an asshole you know you know do the like, yeah. rule things but if you need to go i'm gonna go and if the law says i can go but you're not gonna you're you're gonna you know scare me and not going i'm gonna be like i don't deal well with authority i'm sorry so i'm not gonna break the law but it's not breaking the law <laughs> I'm still gonna go. I'm still gonna, still gonna go. go. <laughs> yeah, because I would have. I remember I was like having yeah. customs agents telling me like, "Why did you leave Canada?" And I'm like, "Because uh, I wanted to." And then they're just giving me looks, and I'm like, "Listen, the fuck are you doing? Your job is to see if I'm a threat, not because I just left, right? Like it is like the, just yeah, 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 yeah. Like what is your beef uh, with me? Like other than like I have nothing to hide. I just went and I left and I came back. So yeah. it's it's this it's this uh, yeah. It's a whole new world. Whole new world. Yeah, you have a lot of um, people who, who tr- are tripping, are tripping on power, basically. But you, how's it uh, for the next couple? So currently, you're so the what's the name of the 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 story? It's a, uh, it's a Farah and Halima, or is that the working title? Story of Farah Halima, yeah. The story of Farah. Yeah, the story. Of Farah and Halima. Yeah, the story of Farah Halima. Yeah. Mm. So is a, so doing that. Go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say it's a, it's a, it's a, is it a love? St- it's a love story, right? Drama. Yeah, yeah, it's like a romantic, tragic comedy. Nice, you know? nice. So it's definitely it's, it's a bit quirky. It's it's two different worlds. It's I think it's hilarious. Um, I hope people do find it hilarious. But like, yeah, it's for our community and it's for like other communities that can also relate to, you know, mm-hmm. our tribalistic mentality you know because <laughs> a lot of people can relate to that a lot of people can relate to that here's the hot button question though what tribe are they even though i, don't, I honestly don't give a fuck about tribe but yeah what tribe are they what is the two tribes no, no, that are warring warring yeah or you don't want to yeah, get into well, that until you're waiting for the movie to like no 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 well in the movie it's not like a specific tribe names, oh, okay but you like break it down but it's not like a specific you're this and you're that yeah you know? they're not gonna they're not gonna directly mention it they're just gonna be like you're two different tribes essentially 
yeah, that exactly, we don't that exactly. tribe doesn't get along with this tribe, and why should you marry that? You know, yeah, because okay. because the way I did it is it's because you know what's also tribalistic is you know the lifestyle that our homeboys, our young homeboys live about the gang life, right? Oh yeah, that's very tribalistic, right? Yeah, you stay with the crew, you stay with that crew, you guys can't miss whatever, right? Yeah, so so I kind of gave them like so like is it is. So is it more is it more like a Romeo and Juliet vibe of the, the Montagues and the Capulets? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Like <laughs> oh, Somali with the Somali sense too. But yes, it's exactly like that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's like a Romeo, it's like a Romeo and Juliet. So, but our version of Romeo and Juliet, which is Farah Halima. I love the, how did uh, on a separate topic how did Halima and Farah and Halima like the, the two names become so synonymous with uh, memes and Somali Instagram what is going on like where did Halima like, well Farah I knew Farah from like way back was, ah there was just a lot of Farahs back in the day you know yeah there was a lot of Farahs oh my god yeah you know uh, the standard name that was given and Halima I'm not sure but wouldn't yeah, it be Muhammad? Sadly, would it be your? Would it be your name, Muhammad? Yeah, it's like so much exactly, Muhammad. Right? There's uh, Muhammad's uh, of every kind. Or Abdi, there's a lot of Abdi's. A lot of Abdi's. Abdi what though? Abdi what? <laughs> but uh, no, they became our our. What is it? John Smith. You know what I mean? The generic name. Yeah. Oh my god. You know somebody they don't know. Ah, exactly. So the story of Farah represents. Every Somali guy, Halima represents every Somali girl type of thing. You know what I mean? So yeah. Uh, so is it based? In, no, is I, this based I, in Toronto? Like a Toronto film? Like yeah. A Toronto? Yeah, yeah, based here in Toronto. Um, based in a like uh, a neighborhood that's that's made up, but like you get to see their neighborhood, you get to see the surroundings, the community. Um, so yeah, working on that, and then Lucy's in the shako and like. I want to do a whole bunch of experimental stuff, uh, come up with like a, a podcast, do maybe a short film, stuff like that. Just put a lot of stuff in the on the wall, see what yeah. sticks. Because, yeah, man, the past two years, there's been no production at all. So, like, once the world does open up, it's like, you know, I just want to go, 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 start doing all this stuff. So, inshallah, we'll see. Yeah, it's an interesting time. I It's... it's the way for you the way you got into film like how did, like how was that process essentially like this whole process like like oh what, the way what? i got it was i was like what do you mean there's no somali movie so it was like <laughs> there's black hawk down in, what are you talking about <laughs> yeah, no. this was back in uh like oh oh eight oh nine yeah and uh like i was in theater in high school right like i've always been very artistic and stuff like that and then uh i remember somebody telling me there's no such thing as somali film there's no such thing as somali movie mm -hmm. somali got the red so somali made film and i was like what do you mean and then i was like there's got to be like theaters back home where there's somali film being played and they're like nah man what are you talking about there's none and then it just i just had that you know that light bulb moment where it's mm. like yo you, you you could do this like you could be you know, you could support the community by doing films and doing form of entertainment because our community does need that, you know? Because yeah. as you can see, all they watch is the news, right? 
if you see back home and you watch Somali channel TV, it looks like it's like from the 1980s. Yeah, they're bad at gear, man. Oh my God. It's really bad. You know what I mean? Star wipes. They're star wiping everything. Come on. (laughs) You know, the horrible transitions, like, and the songs, I make fun of the songs. My parents like watch uh, the Somali channels and I'm like, but it gets stuck in your head, you know? Oh yeah. So well, that's the reason why I started, and I was like, no, I want to make a form, you know, films and entertain people and make films, make movies and stuff like that. But uh, like I said, as the years have gone on, it's like, now I want to do other projects, other things, you know what I mean? Not yeah. specifically geared towards some other community, but like, yeah, I just want to, you know, make stuff. No, that's good. Like I said, your your passion was driven by the lack thereof of some other Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly, exactly, yeah, because exactly. there's like, like the the Spike uh, the Spike Lee, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Spike Lee picked up his first camera when he was like twenty something, twenty four, twenty five, and the reason why he picked it up was he was like, "Leave it, just no black films." I mean, what? And I'm gonna make one, you know? And then that's how yeah, Spike Lee started. Ah, but the, the lack of that's ah. See, that's another thing that another side thing is like because of Spike Lee and things like that, at least cinematography wise, because like coming from like at least from my aspect of photography and all other aspects of the gear, Spike Lee and Ernest Dickerson, that's what motivated me even more than than ever. Even before I wrote my first uh, uh, feature was I always wanted to work as a writer director. That was my end, like always everything. And then having the technical knowledge of like an Ernest Dickerson or, you know, all these other cinematographers, like you see like the movie Clockers, right? You remember Clockers? Yeah. The beginning of Clockers and everything is just reminds me of growing up downtown. Like that shot where they're just, no one's talking. And then some, uh, some white guy comes and he's like, oh, you know, trying to get some, some, you know, some drugs and stuff like that, you would see these guys just posted up. It was just the way the sun came through the trees, you know, the government housing and things like that. It was like, I was like, oh, shit. They, they captured this, this, this feeling, this, this texture of, like, the light and the, and the clothing and everything of that time. I was like, oh, this is fucking beautiful, right? Yeah. And then I was like, fuck, I got to do this someday. And seeing that, and so it's it's that plus other things. But in terms of film, that movie Clockers, no, or he got game, he got game. Oh my god, he got game. That. He got game. Do the right thing. It's great cinematography, like the way he shot, the colors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just top. And it's all about you know building your team because yeah, they've been working together for what? They're in the same school at the same time. Now? Yeah. Yeah, ah, exactly. And then Ernest you know? Dickerson made juice. That's what most people didn't realize. Like, Ernest Dickerson <laughs> made juice. You know? Yes. So yes. even that. Yeah. Fuck. No, there's, there's, no, this is. No, this I, is think, I, think we're at a, I think we're at a good point in history because it's like, you know, that um, that energy is there, right? Like you said, you know, getting um, introduced to all these other creators and creative people um, and just discovering that community and the community is growing. Mm-hmm. And as soon as, you know, when somebody does a project, you know, that gives motivation to other people to do their projects and then yeah. it's just, you know, to, it's just going to take off. Uh, inshallah. 
inshallah. No, I, I can't wait to see yours, man. And I just, I just want to laugh my ass off when I see people watch uh, this, the things that I do. Honestly, it's hilarious because I know people are going to hate it. You know when you know something's like, it's like the back of your mind and you're like, yeah, I know they're going to hate it. Not hate it like, oh, like 100%, but they're going to be like, dude, you really went in, right? And I'm going to be like, yeah. yep, that's like, I don't know, shit starter uh, type of situations. But uh, it's going to be good. We need that. We need shit. Like, we need to put fire on people's uh, up, uh, like, you know, to get them up. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. No, it's going to be you're definitely gonna get You're definitely going to get people getting to know you, so... Yeah, if that's your first project, it's definitely a great way to Oh, the second yourself. one, oh my god. I'll, t- I'll tell you off off camera uh, about the yeah. second one. It's, it's It deals with another topic that, oh my god, it's hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. Mm. When I say hilarious, people don't understand. When I say hilarious, it's coming from a dark humor, Monty Python-esque type thing where life is absurd, you know, existence is sometimes absurd. Oh, come on. You, can't, you, can't. I, I... you know what I mean? A lot of people are not gonna get that though. That's why I referenced uh, Monty Python. Like it's like, like yeah. So a lot of people don't get Monty Python. Yeah, but, like... Somali humor is dark humor. To really look at yes. it. Yes, yes. That's yes, dark yes. humor. Like we rag on people. All you're doing is cuffing and ragging on people. You know what I mean? But it's out of love and yeah. it's out of like 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 talking about the hardships and things like that, right? It's we're ragging on each other and we're also essentially like. To a certain degree, shaking your fist to the sky at God, right? You're like, ah, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's fucked up, but what can I do? Type of thing, you know what I mean? So when I say something's like um, sad or fucked up or hilarious, it's that aspect, you know, because because we're not perfect and we're all flawed, but we're also beautifully flawed. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, we're going to do this in person because I, I honestly per- preferably, I keep telling you, I preferably like talking to people in person. Right. Yeah, and whoever's comfortable with that, like I said, I rather because sitting down. Oh my God, it's so much better. There's a better energy going on, and there's it's it's mm-hmm. it's you know what I mean. Just point the cameras or whatever, and the audio, and just like yesterday, I was like I said with my friend, and all we did is just him making literally the whole a hunt uh, was an hour and something. It's just him. It's up now. Him just making exp- uh, espresso. He's obsessed with fucking espressos. He might not say he's obsessed, but he's he's good at it. Holy fuck! In his own place. Okay. And we're talking about bikes. He's obsessed with bikes. He's all this fucking shit. It's just fucking amazing. Just, yeah. Just having talk, like discussions with people and just talking, man. Human shit. Oh, it's nice, man. It's nice. No, yeah. this is nice, man. I really like it. Uh, yeah. Definitely down Because I'm not a question. Like, I used to, in the first couple of episodes, I would ask people questions and I'll be like, what question's next? Fuck. And then it ruins my flow. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, no, I'm just talking to somebody that I know or I want to get to know, et cetera, et cetera. And that's a lot more better than going through a journalistic uh, list of, yes, I have certain questions that I want to know about you like I would in real life anyway. So the way we're talking right now is just me talking to you in real life. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to swear. I'm going to say weird-ass shit. And that's the best. Honestly, I like those uh, discussions a lot more. No, this is a great experience, man. I really liked it. I really <laughs> liked it. Yeah. All right, well, I will do this again in person if you're down um, yes. next year. Essentially, it is technically next year, but yeah. I know we'll definitely get together, you know what I mean? Get with the crew, you yes. know, start planning. And hopefully, inshallah, let's work together, right? Well, I'm here, let's man. Well, I'm somewhere, but yeah. you have you have access to me. I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, God knows where I, uh, yeah, where I am, but I'll be there. So I'm in Toronto currently, but yeah, I'll be around. All right, man. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. This is great. And inshallah, we'll talk soon. All right, brother.
All right. All right, peace.